Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. The Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show, a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. We've got an encore show for you this weekend. It's Robin Spiesman. Where is your wow? You have wow? Would you like to find your wow? That's a good thing. It's a great show from back in 2008. We sincerely hope you'll enjoy this encore performance here on The Advertising Show. Make your advertising dollars work smarter. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. If you've lost your wow, we found it here. It's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth with Robin Spiesman on The Advertising Show. Where is your wow? Or where's your wow? Where'syourwow.com is the website, and it's a brand-new book. Robin, it is a pleasure to have you here on The Advertising Show. Thank you, Brad and Ray. It's great to be on your show. Well, and I see some of this praise on the back of the book, by the way, published by McGraw-Hill. Wonderful read, highly recommended. If we have an author on the show, all of our regular listeners know that that means we endorse the book. And uh, friend of the show, Jay Conrad Levinson, uh, certainly the father of Gorilla Marketing, says, Your wow awaits you within the pages of this wonderfully readable book. Read it, apply it, and go wow the world. Do we ever so, figure out, uh, Brad, by the way, who the mother of guerrilla marketing was? Yes, it was Mrs. Uh, Levinson. Oh, it wasn't? Okay, that? good. I'm glad to hear yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Anyway, Robin, uh, welcome to the show. Honored to have you. Your new book is entitled Where Is Your Wow? Uh, Ray and I have been talking it up all, uh, all day today here. Describe for our listeners, if you would, the central theme of your book, Robin. Right. Well, the central theme of Where's Your Wow? 16 Ways to Make Your Competitors Wish They Were You is we've all seen these products, companies, people that immediately we say, we sum them up and we say, wow, they're a wow. And what does that really mean? It means that instantly we're, we're moved to some higher place. We're astounded at this person's innovativeness, um, their uniqueness, their creativity, or they're doing something that's so fresh and stunning and different that they are distinctive, and all of a sudden they capture our attention, and we say to ourselves, boy, did I wish I'd done that or thought of that, or I thought of that once, and then you didn't do it. So the idea is that when someone presents their wow, they're really in sync with something that stands out, and that kind of unique selling proposition is extremely clear. And it's also, there's something simple about it. It's just you immediately, instantaneously get it. Who should be reading your book? Who did you have in mind when you started writing this book? Well, certainly anyone in business. And so, but, but there are wows all over the place. You can think back to the teacher that was a wow, and they stood out, and they became your favorite teacher, right? A mentor type, yeah. Exactly, or someone that just was so extraordinary that all the kids just loved them and respected them, and then they go in the next room, and there's pure chaos because they, they, that teacher does not have that wow factor. Then there's the, 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 the CEOs that the leadership is in a company, a Fortune 100, 500 company, where there's just someone that just has this amazing ability, a likability factor, but it's far beyond that, 
but they are so great with people. You, they make you feel like you are the most important person in the room when they're talking to you. They have an open-door policy. They are listening. They are on the edge, and they know your name. It's the simple little things that they do that you also say, you know, wow, not only do I matter, but they make me feel important. Wow people put people first. We have an entire chapter. My co-author, Rick Frischman, who's one of the country's leading publicists, he's just an amazing guy. The two of us combined efforts to write this book, and we tell the stories of the people that, that are just so amazing but they did, they did ordinary things in an extraordinary way. So, so the book is for anyone at work, but also perhaps you're out there and you, you have a dream or an idea you'd love to, to bring to the table. This book tells you how. And it's also for everyone from college graduates who are out there now searching for their wow. You have to stand out in some distinctive way and be able to communicate what you are great at. That's a wow. Well, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, you interviewed some of the leading experts within their fields for the book. Uh, any common threads that ran throughout these individuals that you interviewed for the book? Absolutely. These individuals are very persistent, and they understand human nature. I'll give you an example. For example, Paul Hartunian. If you, you know about Paul, he's the gentleman. He's a marketing expert, but he's the guy that became known as the man who sold the Brooklyn Bridge. We tell the story in Where's Your Wow? about how Paul was watching the news one night. Here he is, a marketing guy, and he saw that the Brooklyn Bridge was being repaired. Well, most people would just watch the, the news segment, but Paul called up uh, uh, the company and asked could he send a dump truck over there to haul away the splintered pieces of wood. <laughs> when Paul got them, he spent $500. He then packaged them for 14.95, released a headline, a press release, and became known as the man who sold the Brooklyn Bridge oldest joke in human history, but the difference was he got featured on Johnny Carson three times. He ended up on the Tell the Truth and across the world in headlines and ended up building a very successful marketing company. But when we interviewed him, we said, Paul, you know, Paul, look, you did something really creative. Then you, you spread the word, you know, you, you went to work. But what should we tell our readers and our listeners and viewers? And he said, Robin, you must tell them that was my 1140 idea. <laughs> so never give up. Paid off. Never yeah. give up. Yeah. So the Brandon key now shared... is they don't stop short. These people do not stop short. Yeah. They also are always reinventing themselves and staying on the edge. And the edge is really what's important. Um, I just spoke to three thousand women in Dallas, and one of the things that I made them all do, and I can make you do it right now. Anyone listening, um, as long as you're not driving a car, then you know you sit on the edge of your seat. You're not as comfortable, right? All of a sudden, you kind of feel like hey, listen, I've got to balance a lot of things to stay on the edge of my seat. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat right now, and what happens is when we get out of our comfort zone, then we recognize that we have to sit up straight, we have to really pay attention to details, we're going to fall out of the chair, and it's not so comfortable to sit on the edge. You've got to really have great posture. My point being, the edge is about you know, that distinctive place where we're not so comfortable. We get out of our own way. We start thinking out of the box. We start paying attention to, you know, what is going on. And in the book, we interviewed some of the most amazing experts to present a real true collective um, assemblance of ideas that we felt really spoke to the cause of wow. And there were just story after story. Pat Burns said it said shared what she had learned from some of the greats because she had worked with Art Linkletter and some really amazing people. And she said 
she learned a great statement to apply in business. If you want to be a wow, listen now. The statement was, it's better to be interested than interesting. Wow people care about you, and they care about listening. So Robin, listening is good. Is your... Well, hang on one sec, Brad. Let's oh, let's take a break here. If for I'm just looking a at the clock. Yes, I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's the clock on the wall says it's time for a commercial. Uh, wow, wow, yeah, exactly right. Ray Shillings, Brad Forsyth here with Robin Spiesman, author, co-author of Where's Your Wow? We're finding it, and we'll find yours too. We promise. Before the end of the show, if you stick around. Robin Spiesman is our guest, co-author of Where Is Your Wow? Robin, in the book, it says here. Uh, that you should come as you will be. And uh, Brad wanted to know what you're wearing at this particular point in time. <laughs> well, I just I just walked around the park in Atlanta, Georgia, so I had a very good time, and I'm dressed because I was working out. But to come all, as you'll be. So you're going to be an Olympian. That's what it is. No, We've got to you know it. what? That, it, it's really something I'm totally not, so I like to dress the part. But Jack Canfield, along with his partner Mark Victor Hansen, built a hugely successful business through what everyone knows is his chicken soup books. And there are more than 100 million copies in print. And in Where's Your Wow? We tell this story about how Jack has people envision their success and he holds a party that he calls a come as you'll be. And guests dress up about who they'll be in five years. And he said he's had people show up in tuxedos as if they've won the Oscar. And one young man walked around the party with a cell phone saying, J-Lo, it's over. And, (laughs) you know, I think the key, though, is to think about yourself. Sure, you know where you are now, but you have to envision success. You have to believe it to achieve it. Yeah, and visualization is so uh, under... uh, I don't know. People, I don't think, understand the power of visualization. Your book deals heavily uh, with branding on a personal level. Uh, Share with our listeners, if you would, what you describe as brand slam, Robin. Well, a brand slam. You know, there's branding. And everybody knows, you know, the whole concept of branding. And what we really care about in the book is we don't want you just to hit, you know, get on base. We want you to hit it out of the ballpark so that you truly understand that you have to have a brand slam. Walter Lander said, products are made in the factory, but brands are created in the mind. To have a brand slam is is very important, because like we interviewed Laura Reese, who Al and Laura, Al Reese, one of the godfathers of branding, um, his daughter Laura Reese, who's also his co-author and partner, you know, she shared with us about the one thing people really need to know is you must have a word in the English language that you own. What does your business stand for? One word. What is it? So if we say Volvo, you say safety. If we say BMW, you say ultimate driving machine. Or Nike, just do it. But they own something. Well, you have to think about your business or whatever you do, even if you're a radio show host. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you stand for? And, for example, that's how you get your name is you try to communicate what you do through the title. You keep it simple. People complicate business far too much, and that's why they go out of business. Well, and you mentioned Laura Reese, uh, daughter of Al and former guest here on the show, uh, answered a question that I recall, Ray, was over five years ago. We asked her what would our audience be most surprised to learn about Laura Reese. She (laughs) said, you remember, Ray? Oh, yeah, she was sitting in her underwear. That's what she said. I'm That's doing this interview said. in my underwear. I said, well, thank God we're on the radio. Uh, <laughs> Too much know, information, Laura. That's okay. Yeah. She, 
she was a great sport. Really, yeah, you talk she's about a real gifted lady. She's a very brilliant woman. Oh, she is. And I'll tell you, creating a brand statement is something that Margot Berman in her book, an award-winning creativity expert, professor, inventor, trainer, and author, I mean, of street smart advertising, she really talks about how to win the battle of the buzz. And one of the things she says is, you really have to know the rules. And she gives us 16 inside tips we share in the book that were phenomenal and so hmm. simple that it's how the great brands became a brand slam. Yeah. Again, we want you to be a wow. How do people do it? There were commonalities. We interviewed hundreds of people, did tons of research to help our readers understand. In a, in a, it's like a flight from Atlanta to New York, about an hour and 30 minutes. You can read this book, digest our message, and translate it to really add substance and, and catapult your success. And I would hope that this book is in all of the uh, the uh, airport uh, bookstores by now, wouldn't you think, Robin? So I just did an airport signing at the Atlanta airport, one of the biggest airports, I think, in the world. And mm -hmm. yeah. I'll tell you, it was very, very interesting because... As you sit there, you know, I, I'm like everyone else. My book is my brand. My, my book is my work, my, my life's work. And I have to sum up in a sentence why someone should buy the book. And I'm like, don't, don't get near me if you don't want to be successful. I mean, that is what I stand for. Do not sit by me if you don't want to make your dreams come true. I do not procrastinate, and I believe in taking risks and not postponing the calls. This is one of the things right now everyone listening Think of five calls tomorrow, the hardest calls you could possibly make. Think of the five and do it. And if yeah. you just do it, thank you, Nike, if you just get out there and make it happen, the difference is you're going to be pleasantly surprised. One, you don't have to think about doing it anymore, so you have real estate mentally right there available for something else. And the other thing is something just might connect. And we cannot right. connect with success unless we take the action. Speaking of airports, probably would be a good idea while you're at Hartsfield is to uh, get some of the airline uh, CEOs to pick up the book and read it as well. well you know, that's really interesting. When, I carry, when, I, when I'm on a plane, I always carry a book. What I do as an author, I find one person who needs my book. I gave Al Gore my book on gift giving. He told me he was a terrible gift giver. I said, great, I've got the answer. Well, I was sitting in, the, in uh, first class, and he was right there, and it was just serendipitous, but I was prepared. The difference is, if I'm not carrying my book, and I don't believe in where's your wow, and I'm not, and I'm not ready for an opportunity, how can I be a wow? So everyone listening, you have to have those business cards. You have to have those tickets that really separate you, that allow you to achieve your goals. I was in an elevator in Dallas. And I, there, were, there were like 20 women. It was just jam-packed. And every one of them was a saleswoman of some kind at this conference. I said out loud on floor number three, is anyone selling anything? I knew every one of them was. Only one woman spoke up, and she said, oh, I am. And by floor number four, she had me sold on her product. It took <laughs> one floor. It's simple, but you've got to show up, speak up, and not worry about looking silly. People fear it. On the advertising show, Ray Shellen's Brad Forsyth, uh, Robin Spiesman is our guest, co-author of Where's Your Wow? And for those who are dyslexic, it's Where's Your Wow? Okay, something That's like right. that. Yeah, where's your mama? <laughs> Who's your mama? We, we have more coming your way in just a minute here with uh, the advertising show. Hope you can stay with us. And uh, Robin Spiesman, our guest, co-author of Where's Your Wow? I thought this was rather interesting about the, uh, the I Love Lucy show, where the writers were not allowed, not allowed, 
to write in, nor were the actors allowed to say the word lucky, because lucky was the brand name of the uh, competitor's cigarette there. So uh, how impactful can a word be? Lucky, as in lucky strike, of course. But uh, very interesting. Uh, Robin, it is so nice to have you here. Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. I'm having a great time. Well, and we're, we are as well, and we love your enthusiasm. I'm sure our listeners can sense that as well. You know, a lot of people struggle to find their unique wow, as you say in your book. What advice can you offer to any of our listeners today that are trying to figure out how in the world do I figure what my wow is all about, other than, of course, buying your book? Okay, well, the first thing is, is ask the people around you, you know, what am I good at? What, 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 why do you like me? What makes, you know, you enjoy my company? You know, tell me a little bit about myself. See, when we're little, people tell us what we're good at. They say, oh, you're, you're, you're terrible in math, or you're, you know, you're least likely to succeed, or you're most likely to succeed, and then all of a sudden we believe it. And the problem really is that we can't let other people define us. But you have to know how you are perceived. Because you might be perceived as someone who is completely, you know, out of line or inappropriate. I mean, first get a little feedback, honest feedback. Take it to heart and listen. And then secondly, decide how do you define yourself. If you see yourself as a go-getter, um, someone who just, you know, who makes things better than you find them, then you have to stop and say every day is, how do I want to be perceived? I want to be perceived as someone who really helps people make their dreams come true. I, and so I have to stop when someone asks for help, and I have to really think about, how am I going to help this person? Can I help them? That's why I write books. Is that I, Rick Frischman and I wrote a series called Author 101 about how to become an author, because I've written dozens and dozens and dozens of books, and I finally realized I couldn't help every person who called me. So I said, I will write a series and tell them everything I know to save them time, effort, and, and issues. And so I think what it's about is what are you dedicated to at the end of the day? You guys want to bring information. When I went to you know, your show online, um, the advertising show is all about bringing people new thoughts, you know, ways to break out, get noticed, get attention, raise your visibility factor. You are wow, because you are dedicated to bringing the best information possible to your show to help your listeners catapult their success. But the truth is, great people catapult success, catapulted their own success one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a real, you know, continuous lesson I learned. It's like a great cake. It's, it's the more layers and the more icing, the richer it gets. It's the same as a lasagna. The more ingredients you put in, it's like you can't mess up on a lasagna unless you just burn it, because the more you put in, the richer it gets, and that's like life. The more experiences we have, even the more failures we have that we learn from, remember, learn from, that's really a rich life. That's a purposeful life that then can be defined as a wow. It might even be someone who's philanthropically so engaged they're making a difference by driving meals to people. That's a wow. I mean, so everyone listening, you're not, it's not about building Mount Rushmore, but it's a building Mount Rushmore in your heart, in your life, so at the end of the day you have no regrets. Yeah, and a lot of what our listeners are hearing uh, Robin talk about today is is jam-packed in the book with uh, great examples and so forth. I want to put you on the spot, Robin. What is Robin Spiesman's wow factor? My wow factor is that I live in a world that says, um, you know, um, to quote a, a gentleman I once interviewed who is one, a very an older Olympian, 
he said to me, average is your enemy. He said, you really, every day he wakes up and he can't wait to put his feet on the ground and get going. And when he practiced, he didn't have tracks and he didn't have um, shoes. He used to run barefoot. Um, in, 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 I, in, you know, in his feet would have blisters and it's like, this guy was just he, it, like 80-something. His name was Rocky Lane. Rocky never gave up. And so I think what I, I think about myself that might just become what I'm going to always be remembered for is that I didn't stop short of the Brooklyn Bridge. I kept going. Um, I, I, I kept going. And I think that that never, ever give up, that whole, you know, Theodore Roosevelt, every, every great leader has always said persistence is, the, is, is part of our purpose. I think that's going to be mine is that I just kept going. And I, I, and I asked a lot of questions along the way of people smarter than me. Never assumed I was the smartest one in the room, but I was going to be the one who found out the answers. Now we know why Robin came dressed today as the Energizer Bunny. Uh, you know, and it looks good. I like the ears, too, Robin. Yeah, I, it works well for me, but the truth is is that I'm having fun. And um, if you're not having fun, and um, we tell the story about Jill Connor Brown, who's a sweet potato queen. She just wanted to stand in a pickup truck, wear a tiara, and wave to people. She just wanted, she said if it was anything remotely connected to work, she was like satanically lazy and out of there. <laughs> and she now is a best-selling author, and I love her spirit. I think that's part of what we have to do. But at the end of the day, sure, we have to bring home a paycheck. It is a challenging time out there. But this is the time when you must say, hey, what can I do that's going to bring the world something new they need, and how can I go be great and make a difference? It's all about benefit, benefit, benefit. So uh, buying the book is definitely going to change your life. Read it. Go get it. As Robin says, it's a, it's a quick flight from Atlanta to New York. And you got it. Robin Spiesman, co-author of Where Is Your Wow? Robin, continued success. Write more books. Do great things. And we know you will. And thanks for being here on the Advertising Show. Glad you're gift to radio. Thank you so much. Have a good one. And we will be back in uh, just a moment. Our thanks again to Robin Spiesman for joining us back in 08. And we hope you enjoyed today's encore performance as well here at the Advertising Show. With Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth, uh, the Advertising Show being powered by Shipple.com. That's S-C-H. IPUL.com. The platform is Tendency and a whole lot more. It's an incredible monster marketing machine. Check it out at Shipple.com. The Advertising Show is also brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. We'll talk to you again soon. Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications. And it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.